Hey, and welcome to this Passionate Life Podcast. We tap into what it takes to turn your passions into profits with intimate talks with women who are walking the talk. This is your host, Stephanie Zito, intuitive soulpreneur mentor for women who choose in favor of alignment, abundance, and happiness. Come find me on Facebook at Stephanie Zito Coach and hit subscribe so you don't miss a beat of this podcast to raise your vibe and align with your best life. Welcome, welcome, Dina Diggle. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to have you here. And uh, yay, I've got, we got some people here. Heather's here. Hey, Heather. One of our members is here. Um, Oh my goodness. Dina is a spiritual alchemist and I'm not even sure we just met through Facebook and I'm so glad your cat is so excited to be here with us. Your cat's like, I got some stuff to say. <laughs> I got some stuff I want you to know about. So I'm going to be here. <laughs> she really does. She always does this. Anytime I'm going like, it's always live. It's always live. She's like, wait, I want to be present too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in like this office kind of where they won't come in. But if I'm in a different part of the house, like, oh yeah, they're like me. <laughs> Especially my butt. They want to show their butt. <laughs> Try to prevent that. Yeah, but I'm not sure exactly how I met you. Just somehow suddenly knew about you and then um, knew about your your amazing bath salt magic <laughs> with the you. flowers and things for my amazing baths. Um, I want to say I, that last subscription box I got from you, there was like the bee one, like the bee bath stuff. Yes. Love it. Like that's like one of my favorites now. It's like honey, milky. Oh, when I had COVID, I took a bath like every day and I honestly feel like it helped me get better faster, like the detox. And I yes. used, and that's, that was the one I wanted was the B one. So. Oh, beautiful. I'm so glad to hear it helped. I do, I do everything with, you know, obviously with magical intentions being set yeah. as I'm creating, mm -hmm. um, but it's all holistic. It's all done with, you know, natural 100% organic ingredients so that it's, you know, the, the milk, the honey, the um, essential oil blends that I'm using um, for, you know, specific ailments, different things like that to help. So I'm so glad to hear that it helped you. It was a lifesaver for me during COVID too. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I know for sure. It was like, it was everything. So I wanted to mention that. And then, um, and I remember this was like, I don't know if it was last year or what you went through like a significant life change with flooding where you were living. Yes, we're still trying to rebuild. We are still rebuilding and trying to get back there. I mean, we lost everything. Like it literally took my mm. business and floated it into my house. So oh. that was kind of Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was kind of intense, but you know, everything happens for a reason. And sometimes I feel like it's just, you know, mother, mother earth's way of like shifting things and clearing out the old and making way for the new. Right. Right. So. Yeah. I love your attitude about that. It's such a, oh, especially you. with, it's kind of easy to say that with easier things, you know, but when it's such a significant thing like that, sometimes you're like, what the F, but <laughs> it's really great to hear you just take it, you know, Oh, it was challenging. It was definitely challenging. And this mindset is a year later. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get to go through all of it and then get to hear. Um, well, why don't you like tell us a little bit more about, I mean, I see you doing all these amazing things out in the world. And we're here to kind of talk about um, I, I, a lot about kind of the, the magic that we engage in with with the earth, with energy, and kind of what you're doing um, along those lines. So if you want to just kind of give us like a brief description of who you be, like your kind of mission in the world, I'd love to yeah. start out with that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, my, my greatest passion really is just to um, respond to each soul that I encounter. I don't know if you know anything about human design at all, um, mm -hmm. but I'm a 5-1 profile. And so I am a pure generator. Like my whole mission in life is to respond to the external world around me and, and the people that I encounter. Um, so part of my purpose really is to um, be kind of a catalyst for spiritual growth, to alchemize um, the things that I'm picking up energetically from each soul that I encounter and just to help them find that 
fire within them that takes them to that next part of their journey. Mm -hmm. So the the whole spiritual alchemy, because I mean, let's face it, anybody who's kind of walking this path and we're in service to others, we wear multiple hats. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Yes. Really like labels. So yeah, exactly. um, I feel like that one just kind of covers it all, right? I love it. It's perfect. Yeah, definitely. But I really, um, I love to work with the chakras, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and help, help people really kind of, yeah, exactly. And that's part of how we connected, Stephanie. Your chakra deck has been an amazing tool for me. Amazing tool for me. And I love to use it in my reading. So, um, you know, that's really that. That's great. I love it. it. It's, it's just something I really enjoy incorporating into uh, my practices and even healing sessions sometimes when I feel like people can really benefit from that. I'm so So, glad to hear that. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, So yeah, you know, that's, that's just kind of, kind of what I do is, Mm -hmm. um, help people. You know, I reach right. people on their level. Mm-hmm. Healing has always been a great, great passion of mine. I kind of um, went on to a shamanic journey, a shamanic approach to things mm-hmm. through uh, Monaki, which are the rites of initiation from the Caro Nation, the shamans of Peru. Okay. Um, it translates to the energy of love and basically yeah. it reignites or helps us to reconnect with our rainbow light body, which are the chakras, right? Yeah. So oh, it helps chills. to, yeah. yeah, really activate that, you know, really right. remember our true nature and who we are. Yay. I'm getting some really, some really like little hearts coming up too with, um, with our people who are here. Hi, if you're here, mm-hmm. I'm super excited having, um, D- I always want to kind of like switch it back and forth between Dina and Dana. Dina. <laughs> Dina, I know, but I'm like in my brain, it's like I want to call you Dana, but Dina. Um, so, so you mentioned the chakras, and I kind of want to move into. I'm not even exactly sure how to speak the words that I'm kind of thinking, but um, to me, like the basic gist of kind of where I want to take the conversation or go with it, really is around. Um, mother earth and i feel like there's so much i don't even know i think as you when you mentioned the chakras i'm going to say some things and then we can kind of get into the conversation but you know when you talk about the chakras uh i've become aware there's we have chakras on mother earth we can talk more about that and i know personally i have felt very significant energy like we know about energy vortexes in sedona i felt it in um joshua tree when i used to live there and i went to leave and i was like sobbing like i couldn't even take it you know because i know the energy there for me is like very precious somehow um and i also am aware of you know as an intuitive recognizing um i know for some people who are here on on the in in the chat too like the energy of their location and something that could be off with it um So, and how that can affect your energy, your mood, if you feel angry, you know, so, and, and I also believe it could affect, um, even spirits like in that, Hey, Katie, spirits in that area too, like the spirit, the spirit world that is in that area too. So someone who, like, I'm thinking of a friend who lives locally, if you tuned into where she lives, I can guarantee you, you would know something. I can guarantee oh. you, you would know something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's something about not just her house, but I, I, there's something about that little, that area, that pocket. Like I, so what I'm interested in, I know I'm saying a lot of things and we're going to like take our time with it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what I'm really interested in is like, when you talk about kind of the energy of an area or you're going around doing sort of these healings, right? So um, I'm really interested in all of it, but I feel like what you're doing is helping to like really big. It's like helping heal the earth, helping heal us as a planet, us as a planet, including us as humans with the planet in what you're doing. And we could, we all have access to this. Like, it's not just you, we could, any of us could do this. So I know I just said a lot. (laughs) I don't know where you want to start. If you want to start with, and I'm curious for you who are here, like, have you felt the energy of a place like what have you felt? Have you felt the energy of like your home or a certain area? I just would love to hear from you too, like what your experience is with that, with the energy of a place. And maybe kind of starting out with that, like what's the deal with these chakras, these earth chakras? Okay, so what I will say is, you know, um, let me preface this with the wisdom of Toth, right? As above, so below, as within, so without as the universe, so the soul, 
right? Because everything that we are is a reflection of the universe, right? Everything that we are, everything that we are, we are literally made of stardust. We are light beings, you know? And so naturally we're going to feel the energy of the locations, wherever we may visit, wherever we may reside, all of these different, and, and even intuitively through astral travel, we can also pick up the energy of a location anywhere in the world. Um, you know, and it's, it's due to the fact that these energies all exist within us as well, right? Mm-hmm. So it's sort of um, an activation where we are, we're picking it up inside of our bodies because our bodies act as sort of a, a receiver or an antenna yes. for yes. all of these energies, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. only natural that we can pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if, if you know anything about the energy grid, Um, There are ley lines that intersect and connect to all of the sacred sites and chakras Mm -hmm. of Mother Earth. So I'm going to slow you down down there for a moment. So real quick. So my first introduction to the energy grid, and I still feel like such a novice with some of this stuff, you know, but there was this guy named Sai, and he gave me this, you know, this crystal here, the selenite wand. And he was just talking about this energy grid and these ley lines. So can you just like slow us down a little bit and just explain a little bit more about this? Like what what are we talking about? What is this energy grid, right? What are the, what are the ley lines? Yeah. So the ley, just as we have, you know, the equator, right. Mm -hmm. That runs across the center of the earth. We also have other lines, you know, it kind of looks like, it kind of looks like your divider behind you. Yeah. (laughs) So these are lines that are woven around the earth and they travel Mm -hmm. in all directions. Um, and these lines intersect or connect with one another. Um, and there are, sacred sites where such as the the Giza pyramids and Stonehenge and Machu Picchu, where these are some of the chakras of the earth and all of these ley lines intersect and, and connect them to one another, right? So it, I feel also connects to gravity right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of what helps to keep us centered and grounded on mother earth. Um, There is a direct link to that. So um, again, they are all connected. And this is also where multiple dimensions connect as well. If you want to get into that with the inner earth and then the solar system, right? Mm -hmm. So these lines are all around mother earth. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they connect, they connect all of the sacred sites together, much like the meridians within our body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So all of your, all of your nerves, all of the bundles of nerves, which comprise the energy centers, right? Our chakras, same thing with mother earth. It's all of her, her nerves, her veins, everything that kind of connects all of her chakras together. So yeah. essentially that's, that's kind of like, um, how I like to explain the ley lines. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, they're like kind of those meridian connectors, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay, so so we've got these chakras. So what does this mean? You've been doing some work with these chakras, right? And I yeah. kind of want to take a moment just to say, I want to get into that, but um, Heather is saying that, and I know she's moving. She's They're building in a beautiful new home, which is wonderful, but she's had... Um, energy she she's felt energy in her own home i was there and i remember feeling it too but she hasn't enjoyed it and she hasn't for seven years mm. i i literally think it's like the way the how i told her i was like it was built it needed to face the other way it needed to face a different direction it's like facing the wrong way <laughs> that definitely has a lot to do with it that could have a lot to do with it and then not only that but you know remember that a house is a container right it is a container, it contains energy. So we have to cleanse and clear that energy the same way that we do with our bodies, with mm-hmm. our individual chakras, because we are containers for energy as well. Mm-hmm. So um, cleansing and clearing may help um, with the home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also understanding uh, where this particular location is and what energies are surrounding it because it may be connected to a pivotal spot on 
the you know energy grid in the ley lines so okay. so question on that so for, so for instance for example like i'm really interested in this because um like intuitively i feel like i can gather and know information but how can i like uh i don't know what the right word is like kind of double check that against but like we're with what you're saying like how can i find that on the ley lines you know there are maps. Google, um, you know, for sure, there are different maps of the ley lines. Um, there are, I think there's a website called uh, Geometry of a Place, and I hope I'm not saying that wrong. I will try to post the link That's for okay. you guys. Yes, I'm um, so thrilled with this conversation. This is great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There are tons of maps, tons of maps, and they will show you the ley lines, like all of the grid work, because there are so many ley lines, so many types of ley lines that mm -hmm. that's a really big topic to get into. Yeah. Um, because yeah. you have, you know, just the same way we have the medians in our body, we have those on the earth. And so we have some major lines yeah. on the grid and we yeah. have some minor lines as well, right? Mm -hmm. Just like yeah. the chakras, we know the seven main ones within our body, but we actually mm -hmm. have like 144 of them. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so I could, so I could look up like Heather's house or I could look up this one spot in Joshua tree and yes. I could understand more about that area and be yes. like, Oh, this, I get it. This is why. And like, I would imagine just like our chakra system can get out of alignment. So can the energy on the earth, I would imagine too. Absolutely. And like Mount Shasta, for instance, which I feel is kind of close, right, yeah. in that vicinity, mm -hmm. um, I want to say is connected to the root chakra of Mother Earth. And so, you know, the same way that our heart extends this magnetic, you know, this this big, huge energy field outside yeah. of us, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So do the chakras. So it's not just mm -hmm. one small, you know, pinpoint city that you just drop your location into it expands the energy of that area expands largely outside of it so the surrounding areas are going to be impacted too right so right. what i would definitely suggest is looking up that area um location or what have you and understanding mm -hmm. the sacred geometry of that place also understanding mm -hmm. uh where it is energetically in regards to the chakras of mother earth right right because like yeah. i mentioned about this one you know being the the root chakra she's got all of them so understanding right. where you are in direct relation to that mm -hmm. definitely definitely helps so if you had some wonky energy right i'm not sure if that's something that you would you know like let's say let's take heather's house for instance and there's that wonky energy like one you mentioned the kind of clearing the space clearing the energy is there anything else you would do i i'm really just like i'm just I'm like i don't know like with the ley lines or is there anything else you would know about doing to help to maybe rebalance or i don't know reintegrate that energy of that space or if i think about my friend's neighborhood where i'm like i'm pretty sure there's something going on there like that we could literally go there and help kind of like uh, heal heal that space absolutely and the answer is yes yes absolutely the <laughs> yeah. answer is yes there you know anything that we do internally affects externally and vice versa you know the things that we do in the outer realm um affect mother earth and also infect us internally right so um what i do and this is where some of my shamanic practices come in okay um the shamans refer to it as aini and aini means right relationship with mother earth Mm -hmm. And so I host what is called a despacho ceremony where I am creating an offering using the elements, using the four directions and using different things like herbs and flowers and crystals and chocolate because, you know, Pachamama loves chocolate yeah. <laughs> along with some other um, unique items that are are very symbolic to this, you know, they're, they they might not hold any special powers, so to say, but they are symbolic of the intention that we are placing as we are building this gift to Mother Earth, right? Mm -hmm. And so I go to sacred sites, different locations around the earth, um, and not necessarily all of the major chakras. Some of them are, are smaller, you know, unknown chakras, but they are all points on the energy grid just mm -hmm. like you could do with her home and with that location where you are creating a gift or setting the intention to 
create a healing mm-hmm. within that place, right? Mm-hmm. That That is basically speaking directly to Mother Earth and, mm-hmm. and expressing your desire to be in right relationship with her, to create yeah. a balance, to create a reciprocal energy and heal anything that does not belong any energy that does not belong in that area mm-hmm. or anything that is of a lower vibration. This is what we do with our inner healing work. Yeah. You're literally, it's the art of transmutation and alchemy yes, where yes. you are alchemizing that energy from a lower fear-based vibration mm-hmm. and transmuting it to a higher energy of love. That's cool. Yeah. So if, um, so what are, I've seen on Facebook, I've been following you. I'm like, what are you, what is she up to? That looks amazing. So you got these crystal skulls and you've been going around to these places. What are you doing? <laughs> Cause yeah. I feel like you're doing this. Like you're literally doing what you just said. You're showing us this beautiful crystal skull. Can you like tell us more about, are you doing these despacho ceremonies? Is that like, what, what are you up to? What are yeah, you- that's exactly what I'm doing. So, um, Again, Toth is is one of my main guides. Um, and TH and who is Toth? Yes, Toth is, is, is he is the Egyptian god of wisdom. He was also yeah. a scribe. You got a lot of and Egypt in you, right? You got a lot of Egypt connections. A lot of past life connections there. Yeah. Yes, for sure, yeah. for sure. And um, I have uh, been I've been doing this for a little while now. It recently it's it's um, a little more than a year and a half old now. Um, and it's, you know, the storm acted as a catalyst for me. It really mm-hmm. just kind of pushed right before the storm. I channeled something in meditation that was in eight different languages that I don't speak, one of which was, was Sanskrit. And it really connected me more intimately with Thoth. Yeah. And, um, and Toth has kind of led me on this sort of mission, this wild goose chase. And it relates to the crystal skulls. The crystal skulls, there are said to be 13 of them. That's not true. That's the same with the chakras, how we, we all are familiar with the seven. Right. right? But yeah. we don't really touch on the 144 that we actually have. Yeah. It'd be, so, it'd be same, <laughs> yeah. Same thing with the crystal skulls. We know of 13. They have been in many different movies. Uh, Indiana Jones kind of talked about them a little bit. Right. Um, but what these are, are just really big crystals. And <laughs> if you know what crystals, crystals are part of the living earth. We mm. are crystalline beings. We have crystals inside of our brains that act as neurotransmitters. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is crystal skulls, right? We have mm. hosting skulls and those hosting skulls hold the energetic blueprint of all of our lives, right? Wait, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean we have, where are these skulls? Where are they? They're they're in different locations. Some of them are held within sacred sites. Um, Some of them are actually in the inner earth. Some of them are in the outer earth. So they are held in different dimensions even because Mm -hmm. we have frequencies, you know? Everything is a vibration. Everything is a frequency. We only perceive 10% of this reality with our physical eyes. Mm -hmm. There is so much left to this realm that we cannot see, but we Mm -hmm. can feel within our bodies. That's the Mm -hmm. energy that we pick up from these different locations right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so the the crystal skulls hold that wisdom hold that knowledge hold the energy from our original blueprints as human beings from the dawn of our creation so to speak Mm -hmm. and so we can tap into these frequencies to help us heal to help us expand our consciousness Mm. to help raise our internal vibration which also raises the vibration of mother earth Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, some of these skulls we can see, some of them we cannot, but they go back further than Atlantean times and much further than that, you know? Right, right. Um, yeah. So what I do, I bring my crystal skull to these sacred sites because it connects with the inner wisdom, the mm-hmm. wisdom that is held from some of the sacred sites. So like if you think uh, Machu Picchu or the pyramids and whatnot, they all admit a frequency because they serve as antennas and they project a frequency as well. Mm -hmm. Think about light, you know, a light prism. If it is radiating these beams of light, crystals are going to receive that. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. they are attuned to the frequency they Mm -hmm. pick it up they hold it and they also admit it outward Mm -hmm. right so what i do is i take her with me to these sacred sites because she stores all of the energy and all of the wisdom from the other sacred sites and she connects to every crystal skull known to exist Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. because they're all connected Um, same thing as you know mother earth all the planets everything is interwoven everything is connected so are we you know Mm -hmm. universal consciousness same thing same Mm -hmm. thing just in an external form Mm -hmm. basically Mm -hmm. so I do I go to um, sacred sites on the energy grid some are well known some are not Um, but I channel a lot And I am always in direct relationship and communication, both with Mother Earth and the star system. So some of our star families Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of the information um, that I am feeling intuitively, I recognize as going on within the collective as well. So right now we are making a transition where the heart chakra was just activated. Mm -hmm. We've moved into the throat. And now we are shifting once again into this third eye energy that's being activated. Many Mm -hmm. of us are experiencing that shift right now and feeling like we're in an energetic void. So if you're feeling that way, sort of in between realms right now, Mm -hmm. it's because you're feeling this energy. You're feeling this activation that's taking place currently. Yeah. Would you, when you say currently, like what time frame are we talking about? I'm just curious. Right now. Right, right now, now right in this moment. Okay. Right now like, in this moment. It has been napping a lot, just like a lot of napping happening. <laughs> it's like and it's because we're in this void space, right? Mm-hmm. But if you look at the the void, right? We think of void as sort of nothingness. Mm-hmm. And nothingness, right? That black void space mm-hmm. where nothing exists. That is the cosmic womb. That is the space oh where all creation comes from. Right. Mm -hmm. So if we allow ourselves to connect with this space and not fear it, Mm -hmm. we recognize that this is a space of of limitless potential, of infinite potential. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. We can manifest any and everything from this place, but it's not comfortable because, you know, we can't see the light sometimes when we're in that place. Everything feels dark and heavy and and pressure. Yeah, because we're giving birth to something new and yeah. beautiful, and that's always mm-hmm. uncomfortable, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Women, we know that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, if it were easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> that's so interesting. I'm just curious for those who are here if they're feeling that too. You know, if you're feeling like that that space of void. I I, I love how you term it all too. Like it doesn't have to be something to be feared. It's actually not emptiness. It is that space of pure potential. It is that space of birthing. Yeah, Heather's saying she feels that. I know, I was just mm-hmm. asking everyone, like, how are you doing? I just took this huge nap. <laughs> I'm feeling cranky. Like, <laughs> and you know, you know? I feel that way too. And I'm not a person who naps. Like I'm always, I'm a person who's up when the sun rises mm-hmm. and look, by 10 o'clock, I'm no good anymore. I'm ready to go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> but, right. But I don't nap. I usually mm-hmm. have a lot of energy, but lately over the last, I would say week or two, I have been very, very sluggish. I have been feeling like this sort of uncertainty even. So if anybody Mm. is feeling that way, this sort of, I don't know what's going to happen next. It's because you're you're shifting Mm -hmm. from one version of yourself Mm -hmm. to another version of yourself. That's a higher, Mm -hmm. more authentic expression of who you are. Mm -hmm. Because we've all kind of been activated, right? In Mm -hmm. this space where yeah. we are ascending in vibration because our consciousness has expanded. Well, now right? here's a question. Do you feel like 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 everyone everyone is doing this? Do you feel like some people kind of miss the they don't they don't realize miss the boat or do you feel like literally everyone? It's like everyone. I feel like as a collective everyone is going through it. I feel yeah. that some of us are conscious of it and some of us are not conscious of it is the, is the difference. You know what I mean? Some of us may be aware because we are in tune with our bodies. We are in tune with the energy of the earth and Mm -hmm. we're in tune with the energy of each other. Right. Mm -hmm. But some of us are not conscious, you know, some of us are, are, um, 
very much embedded in physical 3D reality. And mm -hmm. we are sort of sleeping consciously to an extent, you know, we may not be uh, as in tune or aware of the things that we're experiencing. We might not even realize that it's something um, happening, you know, within and outside of us. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of us have been disconnected from that level of consciousness mm -hmm. due to, you know, programming and, and things yeah. like that, you know, right. just things that we all experience in the mundane, in the physical reality. Exactly. So, yeah. So some of us are aware, some of us are not, but I feel like we are all going through it as a collective. Yeah. Yeah. Vanessa's saying she definitely feels like she's in that transition. She's been for a while, but definitely feeling closer to actualization now. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. That's the best news. Yeah. yeah. If you have, um, if you're here and you have particular questions for Dina, because you're amazing and uh, I love you. I love you. And I feel like I'm literally saying your name wrong again. Like, am I doing nope. it? Dina, what is wrong with me? <laughs> so because words are hard right now. Words I'm are hard. You. Thank words you. Are hard. Like the best. We are, look, I'm this is the way, this is the way that cosmic energy affects us. When planets are in retrograde, we just went through this huge, huge direct alignment, right? Yeah. And this, and as, as all the planets are shifting, our internal planets are shifting too. So we're going to feel that because why? Because we're in tune with it. We're conscious exactly. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's, I want to talk a little bit more about, you talk about womb healing. So yes. like, tell us a little bit more like, well, what is that? <laughs> what are so we doing? Womb healing, um, a lot of us have undergone trauma right? Yes. Um, and it doesn't matter what type of trauma you experience in life. We all go through different types of trauma, right? Mm -hmm. But as a chakra, which your womb space is, your womb space, and males have a womb space too. Their mm -hmm. energetic womb space is known as the Hara or the Tantian. Um, mm -hmm. It's called several different things in several different cultures and languages. Mm -hmm. But essentially what it boils down to is your sacral chakra, Okay, mm -hmm. this is your second chakra if you're on the seven chakra system. Mm -hmm. um, and so this womb space, the back side of it is connected to uh, your lower back and your hips. Okay, so anybody who might be experiencing any pain there, um, that's all directly related to the sacral chakra and the womb space. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason that we feel that, uh, the reason that I work with this is because all of the pain, all of our fear, all of the trauma that we have experienced in our lifetimes, regardless of what kind it is, um, whether it's sexually related or whether it's, you know, due to some other kind of physical trauma, energetic trauma, mental trauma, even all of this stuff, right, that we experience in life that causes us pain, it is all stored within the sacral chakra. Mm -hmm. Now, in the same token, this is also where all of our creativity lies as well. Mm -hmm. So this is the art of alchemy. This is where we can alchemize all of the fear, pain, and trauma that we have experienced individually mm -hmm. and that we have experienced as a collective. We can alchemize it and transmute it to a higher vibration through our creative expression. Mm. So I use this as an example because writing saved my life, right? I was able to really work on my own personal trauma and healing through mm -hmm. writing. Mm -hmm. I was able to write and I love poetry. So yes. I was able to express my pain yes. in a way that sounded beautiful and it was poetic. Mm -hmm. And I was able to share that creative expression out in the world where other people who were experiencing things like I was didn't feel so alone. Right. Yeah. But mm -hmm. the narrative shifts as you continue to heal, where mm -hmm. it comes from a place of, you know, maybe you're in victim mode or maybe you're feeling that right, that 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 lower vibration where you're still in the thick of it, mm -hmm. it transmutes to a higher vibration of wisdom and understanding and love and eventually beauty. Because yes. you take what you've experienced, you take the evolution of processing that pain, and then you take the beauty that you have gained from that experience. And mm -hmm. it all goes out into the world through your creative expression. So that's the art of mm -hmm. alchemy and transmutation mm -hmm. through your chakras, through art. Right. right. Through it's, art. So, 
It's so empowering. I love how just empowering that is. Uh, just in the acknowledgement too of sort of the, the human condition of receiving that trauma and having that trauma and being able to um, move into that place of wisdom and understanding through whatever that creative expression might be. It might be through dance. It might be through art. It might be through words. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I Beautiful. see um, Amy saying too, she's got random hip pain at the moment. Ah, yeah. So again, look at your pain, look at your trauma, see what pain story or narrative is playing out. What are you still holding on to that may need to be transmuted? Because that's mm -hmm. what our bodies do. Our bodies are receivers and they are also antennas. It's a two-way thing. So your body is literally notifying you through those pain receptors hey there's something energetically going on here that we need your attention to mm -hmm. we need you to pay attention to because right because energy flows where attention goes so whatever you're paying attention to or what whatever might need your need you to pay mm -hmm. attention to mm -hmm. it um mm -hmm. it's going to notify you in your body it's mm -hmm. going to be like a little alert through that pain receptor yeah. a lot of times it is fear-based. It is a trauma that we have experienced or pain story that we're continuing to leave, uh, you know, live out that might need to be shifted. It, it might be a narrative that needs to be shifted, you know, mm -hmm. um, one of lack and fear to one of triumph and love, right? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Yeah, she's saying that that makes sense. Um, and Heather's like, hell yes, I know, <laughs> I know you've got that. Um, oh my gosh, I, I have to tell you, like, it just feels, uh, I, I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna get emotional because I'm gonna have my periods, <laughs> but like, I just, it feels, <laughs> yeah, like, what's the full moon, like, super moon coming, I'm like, Whoa. but I just, I feel so, like, coming home, like, talking to you, Whoa. it just feels so much like coming home, you know, like, the way you speak these things and just the conviction that you have is, like, such a soft and playful and loving conviction and just knowledge and wisdom, like, Oh my gosh, I just see you through your ages and you being like a, like you're so young, but like being an old woman and doing all the, like I feel like what you're bringing is so important. I really do. There's something like, you know, I talk to a lot of intuitives and uh, I mean, everyone's got their gifts, but there's something, I don't know, I just really important about what you're doing. And I'm not sure if it's because of the connection with the earth in some way. Um, it just feels really powerful and really important. So, thank you. Thank you for that. I, I, I want to say, um, don't take life so seriously. You know, I feel like we all do, especially when we get onto this path, this spiritual journey, right? The spiritual yeah. path, because we can become rigid in our growth and in our healing and in yeah. our transformation, because we're like, oh, I have to do it this way. I have to stay in alignment with this. Life is meant to be playful and you are meant to be present in it. You know what I mean? Like you mm -hmm. get to make mistakes, you get to have fun. It doesn't matter how far advanced you are. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter if you're a monk sitting on top of the damn mountain. Like we are allowed to be present in our space, to be present in our bodies and to be in the energy that you are riding out. You know, it might be mm -hmm. playful, it might be serious, but you get to determine that. You get to choose your vibration, right? Yes. Like you get to choose your frequency. And so- I just want to say that like we all we all feel that way right we all take life so seriously but I don't yeah. feel like it's meant to be and this work this work has helped me um become more aligned with that thought process because mm -hmm. I have always been very serious in my growth and in my healing process when mm -hmm. I started uh this journey it was to be able to heal myself because I didn't want to go through traditional therapy right mm -hmm. and I did yes. become very rigid in my my evolution so to speak where I have to do things this way and I can't I can't act like this old version of me not mm -hmm. anymore I've transcended mm -hmm. that mm-hmm these things teach us these are mm -hmm. all parts of who we are and they all mm -hmm. serve a very divine purpose and it's just up to us to recognize that divinity within ourselves mm -hmm. we seek everything out externally but mm -hmm. we fail sometimes to realize that the things we seek externally are the things that are already inside of us that are trying to surface and speak to us exactly so Bingo. it's just yes. that it's yeah. just that that's yeah. such a great reminder. I really appreciate you. I, even for me, I feel like I needed that today. I'm like, yeah, what? I feel like 
It's so interesting. You're so right. I'm like, I am, I am getting really serious with this stuff. We just chill out. Like, oh, you know, it's so funny. We um, do. It's like, we like, all you're do so it. right. You're like, oh, you're calling me out. Like, <laughs> no, Trust me, like, I'm calling myself out too because I do it. Like, I'm so that person. I'm a stickler for that where I'm like, no, I can't act like that anymore. I'm not supposed to respond to things from that place anymore. Yeah, right. We're all yeah. human. <laughs> Oh, my phone just died. I had all the, all the comments on there and it died. Let me see if I can pull them up or maybe you can see them um, where oh, you are. Hang on. Let me see. Oh, yeah, I got them. I see them. I see them. Um, I love it. So, ooh, okay. So I see, uh, oh, happy birthday, Alicia. Happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> so, so happy birthday. Oh my gosh, there's so many more comments on this side. Evelyn went to China. She was terribly sick. Intuitively, she knew she would be. She didn't want to go. She ended up in the hospital. I've been up to Lake Louise and there's a ley line there. Amazing, beautiful energy. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I don't know why I didn't see that before. So, so uh, in Heather, China, when, may, may I ask when that was? Like, would you be willing to comment on when that was? Um, and the reason I ask is because um, the crown chakra is near China. Um, but there are also some other gates. <laughs> and that's why I say, you know, it's, it's, uh, you got the big major ones and then you've got smaller ley lines too. So for instance, I'll use my city as an example. Okay. I live in New Orleans. There are no sacred sites, so to speak, here in New Orleans that really stand out other than, you know, the mouth of the Mississippi River and the Mississippi River that flows through the central of our United States, right? Mm -hmm. What we what we have to keep in line or in mind, um, the vertebrae of Mother Earth, right? The vertebrae of our country. It's the spine of our country. All of the mm -hmm. tributaries and smaller rivers and everything flow into the Mississippi. And mm -hmm. all of that pours down through New Orleans into the Gulf of Mexico. Now, although there are no sacred sites here, there is something called the 15 Keys of Life, and it's in City Park. You probably saw me recently yes. with my skull over there. Did, yeah. I, was anchoring, I was actually there to anchor light. I was there to pull in all of the divine codes into my crystal skull so that I can take those with me to the caves that I was going to explore up in uh, Tennessee and Kentucky and and all yeah. of those areas mm -hmm. so the 15 keys of life correlates directly to smaller ley lines and on the grid right mm -hmm. so it relates to sacred geometry the phi ratio or the fibonacci sequence mm -hmm. so my city was designed using that phi ratio the way really? it stands out this spiral of life that can wow. be found in all living things yeah. right Mm -hmm. So if you look on a map, if you look on a map of the ley lines, you'll see how this center space connects to, sure, maybe there aren't sacred energetic uh, um, markers or monuments here in our city, mm -hmm. but this space with the ley lines connects to the Bermuda Triangle, it connects to the pyramids of Giza, it connects to Machu Picchu, mm -hmm. it connects to uh, some of the chakras of the earth. Right. Mm -hmm. And it all comes back to this one space. So even though even though there is not a physical marker in this location, mm -hmm. I know the geometry of it. And I know mm -hmm. that there are ley lines that intersect here. So mm -hmm. it's a matter of research. It's a matter yeah. of I feel this in my body. I'm picking this up intuitively, just like she picked up this. She was going to get sick in China. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. well, and she's here. Yeah. Yeah. The and then understanding how it connects to all of the energy surrounding it to the chakras into mm -hmm. the ley lines right. sorry i didn't mean to cut you off oh no i'm sorry i was cutting you off sorry no, she, she, she was saying she said evelyn said on uh, november 2018 and she said i have saturn or pluto line that runs through she's going to play around a little with astro cartography so yes. i don't know november 2018 if that uh resonates in some way um, yes I'm pretty sure we had some type of event that happened around there. Mm -hmm. And what's really funny is <laughs> we were talking about the void space. And here's just a little synchronicity. 
I literally shared on Facebook this morning a post from 2018 talking about the void because I picked up the same energy then. So this is what, four years ago? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, almost four years. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, this is transitional shifts and cycles that we go through each year. So there's something to that that she's picking up intuitively. And I would definitely look at that. Look at the cartography, look at the geography, the geometry of the place mm-hmm. um, and, and all of that with those sacred sites, because there's definitely something there. There may be um, uh, an activation that needed to take place for her. And that's why it caused this sickness. I just got back mm-hmm. a week ago from my trip going to Anchor Light within the caves in Tennessee and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Now, what I was actually on a mission to do was make my way to the Ozarks in Arkansas, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. some of the purest crystals are. These are Lemurian crystals that have been there for you know centuries. Wow. Um, I was making my way there. I didn't make it because mm-hmm. I also got sick. I got sick oh while I was goodness. anchoring light and I don't get sick. I haven't been sick in over three years, yeah. but it was because I was undergoing an activation uh-huh. and my body needed to purge all of that old junky material mm-hmm. in order to make room for the higher vibration that I was ascending to. Right. You can't anchor in that higher vibration if you Mm -hmm. still have the low frequency shit present that needs to be purged. Mm -hmm. So our bodies get sick, just like Mother Earth does. This is how we get viruses and things is because she needs to purge all of the things that no longer serves her to make room for the higher vibration light. Yeah, that makes so much sense. As as you were talking, it was reminding me too of like a really long time ago when I was in India and I got really sick in India and it was after I had done like a bunch of stuff and been studying yoga and I, I, I like it just clicked, you know, it was like telling me like that was what that was. I mean, clearly I probably ate something bad too, but yeah, I definitely was a lot of purging, but I'm sure there was that re-anchoring. That is such a great explanation. Thank you for that. Well, I- about it it's the law of attraction your Mm -hmm. body energetically knew what you were going through even if your mind wasn't fully conscious of the experience Mm -hmm. so your body brought into its field what was needed as a catalyst to cause that trigger to make you purge exactly yeah exactly yeah exactly and then i wonder too is that is that kind of why um when people do like let's say an ayahuasca ceremony they're kind of like supposed to (laughs) <laughs> purge you know as part of it or you know what I mean part, of it. That, part yeah. of it yes um what I will say is ayahuasca is the mother vine okay she takes us to a next level and a lot of the times the reasons that the shamans they will uh they give you what is called a vomitivo before mm-hmm. you take the mother plant oh. and it's because most of us especially in western society um, the foods that we eat and consume along with, um, the energetics around us with all of the, the technology and things, um, how many of us have mucus within our throats, right? Right. And they need us to be, because the mother vine works through the lining of the stomach, Mm -hmm. we need to excrete all of that mucus. So it's not interfering with that connection to the mother vine right? Got it. Got it. So okay. same thing. That's why we get sick because we're mm-hmm. purging all of that mucus from our bodies that right. prevents us from being in direct relationship with mother earth. Same got thing. It. That's amazing. Okay. Thank you. Explain. Like, this is like, Dina explains it all. <laughs> just, you just explain all the things. Um, well, we're going to kind of start to wrap up here soon. I just, again, I'm so grateful for your presence. I mean, is there anything you would sort of like want to kind of leave us with? And then of course I want to ask you where we can find you and anything, you know, you have to offer, um, to our group and those who will be listening uh, through the podcast. Um, but is there any other, anything like, you know, with all this wisdom you've like brought to us, anything you kind of want to sort of wrap up with or let us know? I will just say that anything that you have heard here or that you may have witnessed within me today that you admire is just a reflection of what's already within you. Everything, (laughs) everything, all of it, you know, um, I'm not doing anything that everyone else can't do. 
Um, I just connect it with it in my body. That's the only mm -hmm. difference. And all of you can do the same thing. If you feel drawn to this path, I am always available to talk about it. I'm, I share my journey because I feel like we all have um, a direct connection to this journey. We all play a role in the evolution of Mother Earth, in the mm -hmm. ascension of Mother Earth and of humanity, right? Mm -hmm. Because everything we do internally ripples out and it impacts both society and our solar system, right? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of our focus is to help uh, Mother Earth ascend in vibration because yeah. she has a big role to play in the evolution of our solar system and the evolution of, uh, you know, the universe, so to speak. So yeah. I will say that anything that you see here today that you're drawn to is because it's coming to the surface for you. Um, and yeah, I, um, I can be reached on Facebook. You can follow me directly, Dina Daigle. Um, I also, uh, host white Lotus healing Ministries, So I have a private container, uh, group, which is also for the divine feminine. Um, so, you know, it's an all female group. You're more than welcome to hop on over and join. Mm -hmm. And I am actually, I just launched a course on the very thing that we're doing right now. The very thing yeah. that we've talked about. So mm -hmm. it's a, an actual light body activation. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an online course that you do at your own pace. Mm -hmm. It's got written modules that will take you through sort of the knowledge and the, the, the understanding of it. Right. But mm -hmm. then there are also like guided meditations, uh, frequency healing activations through sound, mm -hmm. um, lots of different things to connect with you through every one of your physical senses and also your clear senses, your extra sensory, um, you know, psychic gifts too. Mm -hmm. So, um, That's it's so quantum white body yeah, congratulations. So yeah, we'll definitely put the note the in the notes how to connect with you through your group and definitely for that course. That sounds amazing. Thank I'll be you. for sure checking that out. And yeah, I mean, I'll just plug your subscription boxes once again, because <laughs> oh. even my daughter, it was just so magical, like opening it and getting the pendulum and that sage. It's like a sage Palo Santo spray. I use it in my space. Talk about clearing your space. Like I use it to clear my space in between sessions. Like I love it so much. Like I was spraying it when we all had COVID. I was like spraying it all over. And then there's like a like a, a roller with like, it's like a money activator. I mean, I just love everything about it. So um, just, you know, those physical products, the bath products, I love ev everything, so everything about it. So I definitely would get on um, Dina's website, White Lotus Ministries. Yes, yeah. right. Lotus Healing Ministries. Healing Ministries. Yeah, I felt like I was forgetting the healing part. It's okay. No I'm activating. No I'm forgetting words. I'm activating. Yeah, it's all fine. Thank you so, so much for this. Thank yeah, you. thank you so much for being here. We adore my you. Pleasure. I'll yeah, see you in my group pleasure. too. All right. Thank you. All right, sis, we'll chat soon. Hey friends, thanks for listening. If you feel called to deepen your intuition, then message me. Send me a message at stephzitocoach at gmail.com to get in on our next round of the Activate Your Intuition course. This course is meant for you if you're looking to take a deeper dive into trusting yourself, making decisions with greater ease, and tapping into the energy and the support that is actually always around us. We just have to ask. So I'll be happy to hear from you. And until next time, this is Steph Zito with This Passionate Life.